0: look how bad guys it's corby and pike corby and Pike are on the case what's up guys it's me pike and my good friend corby here for the two summoners podcast what's going on corbs
1: i thought the intro died with season one
0: <laughs> <laughs> no because we brought bad. it back remember like we brought it back and then we forgot about it and i purpose uh, i purposely let you forget about it so i could bring it back with a bit more flair to it you know like a proper intro Bro. well done us Self-five. Um, <laughs> what's going on, Cole? you doing good? Yeah, man, I'm living
1: the dream. You know how it is, man. Uh, another day in the office. Uh, another episode of Two Summoners Podcast. Man, mm. I'm, I'm
0: keen. It's a big episode today. Uh, like, not to sort of hype it up too much for your audio listeners, but it is like probably the episode almost stop playing with your microphone mate it's it's like the episode i'm watching everything man i'm watching everything the Uh, audio listeners we love them to death they can't see that yeah i know but that's that's the ambiguity now when they hear me saying stop playing with your microphone they don't know what you're doing man you could be doing anything but okay guys we have for today's guest we have random or as you know and love him as bio panther the star top laner for the chiefs here in lco absolute superstar an actual legend in the lco and the oceanic community so dude i'm i'm so chuffed we were able to get him um so we'll be right back we'll be literally a second because we pause um let's go get him in we're back after our one second, millisecond break. We have BioPanther. Mate, how are you? Thank you so much for joining us on the Two Summoners podcast.
2: I'm actually very happy to be here. Honestly, I just like um, interacting with, like, anything Oath related. So I think it's just, like, a big opportunity for me
1: to just interact with, like, the community. So it's nice. Yeah, hey, that's so uh, wholesome. <gasps> Good to hear, man.
0: <clears throat> oh, oh man. Really, <laughs> ever since this guy's entered the Discord, <laughs> I said this just
1: before, it's been nothing but pleasantries. He's just, like, I don't know, he's sucking up to us. It's great. <laughs>
0: I don't even know if it's just sucking up. I think he's just the natural, most natural, beautiful soul person I think I've met in Oceania so far. Even beats Corvie. And Corvey's a bit of a bully, though. But no, actually, no, you definitely beat Corby. Um But, mate, we're so chuffed to have you. Like, uh, I know I've been... And again, uh, when we, when he first joined the Discord, guys, I sort of said, oh, is a bit of a fangirl. No, it was actually me. Um, I've been a big fan of Chiefs and especially Biopanther for a long time, even from, like, the Order days. So, man, I'm actually yep. so excited to have you on. Like, you're actually one of my favorite players in LCO. So this is just, like, dream come true for me.
2: Oh, I appreciate that. That was really, like, fun. I Also, the Order days was, like, really fun. I, I, I really liked the roster that I was on. And it was, like, to me, I think one of the, my best years, to be honest. Oh.
0: Well, we're definitely. Gonna... say yourself, sure, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> we're definitely going to jump Still into game. that. Yeah. <laughs> 150 games, mate. Still top yeah, tier, literally. <laughs> so, um, Corby, what's the first question?
1: You can hit him up first. Alright, sure. We kind of want to just, uh, for those who don't know you, a uh, quick brief introduction. Who are you, man?
2: I am Vahe Panther. I play top lane for the Chiefs, and I've been playing. Pro since 2018, so it's been quite a while. But I've been playing League since 2010, so it's been oh, a very long time.
0: He's an OG yeah. boy. Yeah, OG. very OG.
2: Like literally near beta. Like I've been playing this game for a
0: very long time. Oh, were you always a top laner though? <coughs> By like, say, so...
2: oh no, my first, my first role like that I made was AD carry. I loved AD carry. I, I like even the first protein that I wanted to join was to be an AD carry. And it literally uh, switched because um, the team that I joined already had an ADC and they were like, oh, do you want to play top lane? And that was, like, how my top lane arc literally, became, like, began at, at all. So, like, literally, oh. it was just a spark of the moment. Oh, just play top lane. So I was like, okay, sure.
1: Forced to play top. Feels
2: bad, yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> literally.
0: <laughs> Forced in, in there and gritted. then just <laughs> dominates it. He's just like, you yeah, know, that's cool. It's eighty carry, that's all right. But boom, straight through. Um, That's hectic, man. Like, I guess... Tell us a bit more about um, your maybe your, your career, maybe since 2018 when you started yep. playing in the pro scene.
2: Um, So I got introduced into the Dire Cubs, the, the academy system for the Dire Wars, and I thought I was going to play the full split of the OCS, but I played one game against, I think, a very like highly rated top laner at the time, ZZZ, when he was here. Mm. And I remember the matchup specifically. I played Cho'Gath versus Fiora. And, like, I, I won that game, and I played really well. And that, after that one game, I promoted to, like, the OPL at the time. Like, it was, like, one game, and then instantly, oh, main roster. So, like, how my journey began was, like, really fast and really, like, mm. shocking. But, like, I had to really get used to everything and, like, get, like, teach by the veterans at the time. So, yeah.
1: One game straight into Die Wolves. Yeah, that's, literally.
2: That's... Just one game.
1: How did you go from playing, like, <clears throat> queue into finding a team? Did you play, like, amateur for a little while? I don't know if it even was... Uh,
2: i i played amateur i played on like different teams it was like i played on like team reticent that was the one i really remember it was just a really like um og team and i feel like there was a lot of time like a lot of the players i feel like i met earlier like kind of helped me get into the ocs mm. and that's just how i sparked my um pro career just like starting off in the early days play with like a lot of people in the, in the in the scene and then they just helped me gradually like improve myself so i can like get my name out there
1: that's nice. Do, is there anyone from, like, the old teams, the amateur teams that you still see around these days?
2: Uh, no. But I remember, like, some of my teammates was, like, Arby. I, I remember, like, oh, Larson. Yeah. Oh, it's just so long ago. Yeah. It's been, like, even, uh, Wake was, like, a big one. Um,
1: Man, oh, yeah, the rest of your a, team it's crying. A, it's
2: a really long
1: time ago, honestly. Oh, is it good enough? He doesn't remember. Yeah, it's really long, honestly. <laughs>
0: but, yeah, like, that's... But you've been in the scene for so long. Like, what's yeah. sort of kept you driven this whole time? Because like, you're at the top of your top tier. Like, what's kept yeah. you going?
2: Uh like for me, I have a lot of like respect for the game, and I feel like because like I never wanted to become a pro at the start because like I only played this for fun. Like, I only only started considering going pro like close to twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen. Mm. So like my my transition into it was just the fact that like I really enjoyed the game. It made me like like I respect League a lot because it kind of like gave me social skills, it gave me it just made came made me the person I am today and I feel like I have so much to like give back to the game so like I, I respect it so much so that I just want to do the best that I can leave leave my mark on this game and when I'm done then I'm done but like I feel like for me I just love this game so much it's so fun and then like I have that competitive drive so it just keeps me going.
0: What's that mark? Like that's <clears throat> again Gonna fangirl really hard. Yeah. Best answer I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> Tough to hear that. What's your mark though? You said you've got like a mark that you want to leave hmm. it on league. What's your ultimate yep. goal?
2: I just wanna like leave a positive influence to see that like to show that like anyone that's like up and coming and wants to like reached like the highest that os can ever be that that, like they see me as like someone that they can reach out to for the knowledge and see that like this person's like actually wants to win and show like have appreciation for the roots that they came from like i came from like os and i want to represent os like at the end of the day and like this to me that's what i want to do when i go to like pcs like when i went to msi and worlds is that like i want to represent my region and like show the love and like because there's so much fan support that i want to like show off and like appreciate so like for me like that's that's what matters most so yeah
1: Yeah, that dedicated mindset is really nice to Mm. see, especially someone that just kind of like wants to go out and and set a good example for everyone else.
2: Yeah, because like for me, it's like I used to be like that person where like, oh, I want to be like this. And like there was no one else to like reach out to or there's other people that you're like, oh, I want to be like this person. But like when I'm in that position now, I just want to like show that like other people can reach this position when my time is done. So like they can continue it. But then like I'm always like left in that legacy to be like, oh. best top laner in those and like will always be remembered there so yeah
1: man's thinking about when his grandchildren come around they're (laughs) gonna be talking about the greatest top laner
2: for me like i think it's just so inspirational to think that like i like once i have i'm done and i i have like children or like family members i can just reach out to them and say like this is what i did and it's like such an inspirational thing like i just think it's like such some something that i can share to like family and friends that like they just gain that inspiration to do whatever they want in life you know if, if that makes you happy just go for it and like i think it's just a good like setting stone in general i Bro, love that dude it's
1: so sick that's so good
0: all, all, <laughs> oh, like, all, you all i was some thinking credit all i was thinking the whole time is just like it's season 84 uh Bio <laughs> Panther's coaching like his grandson who's just gone to the top lane and he's just like oh what champion should i play i'm versing a fiora and it's just like oh you play chogath that's where yeah. you start that's Fiora's where you start the chogath yeah. though to be fair
2: <laughs> Yeah, honestly,
0: that's. Well, awesome. I was gotta say, give yourself some credit
1: because I know some top laners now that you've like DM'd, like you DMed Kana Kung Fu like ages ago. You've mm. messaged like other people. You're you're consistently like in touch with some amateur people now, and they do look up to you like right now. Mm. So give yourself yeah. some credit. Like you might be thinking of, like, oh, I want to leave a mark. I think you've yeah. left a pretty decent mark on like League of Legends as it is. Plus, I don't think the league would be the same like LCO starting up without having like continuing faces from the old league to the new league. Like a lot of people see you as like the grandstanding player that's kind of just like pushing the league forward. You're definitely the one of the more respected players out there.
2: I think it's really hard when you don't have like people like long-term in the scene like when Mm -hmm. when it's just new faces all the time you're kind of just like oh there's no longevity in it and then there's no one to keep supporting and rooting for like when you see like the big names of like um like shown or like me like you have the like these players that you can always just be like oh another season i always have hope you know like they're, they're always getting better so it's just like in my opinion it's just like it's always nice to have like a veteran so like you just have that consistency wherever they go i'm always supporting so yeah my man (laughs) like for me i just like when i when i help these other like top laners as well like for me i i have this like philosophy where like if i have knowledge like what's the point of having all this knowledge if i'm not going to share it you know like at the end of the day like i've had all this experience and all this knowledge of the game like why not share it like what what is the downside to it like at the end of the day like i wish i wish that i had so many like all this information that i have now that like, when I was starting up, you know, I wish I had, like, the people, like, wanting to give me help when I needed it, you know, like, it it is such a, like, a thing that, like, is kind of, like, foreign nowadays, and I think, like, I Mm. want to bring back that, like, idea that, like, everyone helps each other, and everyone, like, has the, everyone's, like, at the end of the day, it might be a competitive sport, but at the end of the day, like, if you just know, like, in my heart, like, when I help people, like, I just know that if I verse them, I'm going to beat them, like, in my heart, I will beat them, but, like, at the end of the day, like, what's the point of, like, negating them from the information that i know and help them on their journey to get better so then that helps me you know that helps me improve that helps me get better that helps me like just become the person that i want to be so like i just think yeah, in like, the whole region all ar- yeah, yeah all around it's it's like a circular circle like motion of like oh everyone helps each other and then like we all get better so yeah
1: man do you find it do you find it harder now for like someone coming from solo queue to like get into like the lco mm. now that there's not like a promotion league
2: i think yeah like i think it's really hard i in my opinion okay this is like a hot take but i think that a lot of like the veteran or people that are like playing now don't have the same driver as they used to and i mm-hmm. think that like it does um negate a lot of like new players coming into the scene because it's like once once you have like a bad opinion on someone it's when they're like when a pro player has like a bad opinion on someone like it's very hard for you to like ever get into the scene That that's just end of it you know that's just the end Mm -hmm. of it and like my opinion is is that like a lot of these pros don't have the same like um passion for the game so then like they're kind of just holding their spot because of their status without like having the performance to back it up and i think it's mm. like i think it's really hard to get into the scene when like when, that's what i'm saying with like the community is very like shut in where they're like oh i i'm the best i'm that and like you can't touch me and like oh you want help no you know like i think it's just like very foreign in O's, and that's why i think that like we kind of do fail a lot because like we're kind of just not helping each other as a region and not helping like everyone and mm. i think it's one of our biggest
1: downsides yeah, what's that saying? A rising tide raises all boats.
2: Yeah, I I, I remember <laughs> that quote. Yeah, I I think it's just I think it's just a really big thing that like O's does have a problem with, and like there's a lot of yeah. new players. Like like for me, like um I I think a big example was Chirp. Like Chirp, yeah. like two years ago, like two years ago, like w- was being talked about, and like it's only like now that he's getting like recognition or even like put put himself on on a team. And I think that's like you you, you can just see that like there's not enough like people like. Giving him the information, the the mm. support to even start his pro career in a, like a like a healthy environment to like grow, and it's just like oh perform or like get replaced, you know, and like that's mm. that's really like sad. Well,
0: okay. in, in on that note, so gatekeeping <clears throat> has been such a big topic yep. throughout this podcast since day one. We've talked about what could be better, <laughs> what could be worse. Like we've we've mm. sort of delved into all that. You sort of talk so strongly about supporting each other. Is there anything you can see? um pro players or even just high elo players should be doing more of do you think more content like as it's sort of like this sort of content like a podcast or information sharing do you think there should be more of that in os like what do you think is the best um way we could improve the scene in that instance
2: i think having a proper like growing system I, I like with like cuz like for me it's good to have like the academy teams and like the mm. amateur teams but i think that like a lot of them don't get the same recognition that they should. And that's what I'm saying I I just feel like there's not a lot of, another a lot of um love for like the up and coming but there's just the, the natural love for the people that's already in. Mm-hmm. But that, that's what I mean like the the already in already get the like the support the love the 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 fans and everything but like the, the people that are up and coming they are like they don't get as much and like when like lose that one shot they like or oh, if a pro player doesn't like him then he just never gets in and i think mm. that's like i think the biggest downside i think having more recognition for like the up and coming or seeing like oh this is the hope of os or this is like a new player coming up or like something like that or like having just a, a more dedicated academy system it would yeah. probably be like a big system so
0: you've player. had a good sit down with carbon with our old boy team and just said <laughs> mate come on mate let's get an ocs going on when's this starting like how are we getting this going I'm, yeah, i'm imagining you good. doing that
2: i think it would be good i just think that there's a there's a lot of of course there's like a resources and like the time but i think that like the biggest way to like get um more people into the scene is just to have the people that are like trying to get into the scene more recognized because like mm. that's how i got recognized is like i went through the academy system but like it's just like, like for, for me like i got lucky like i got lucky off that one game and i just went into the pro scene you know like for me yeah. it's like i i had that jump immediately so like like I was able to be on like the best team, so like I got to like learn a lot and become the player that I'm am. And then like over the years, then like you can just see that like oh I'm growing, I'm growing. I have my downfalls, but I also have my like risings. But like a lot of these players like up and coming don't have the same luck as me, and that's like mm. I think a really sad thing.
1: Yeah, I agree. Hmm. I, yeah. I genuinely I genuinely feel like and not a relegation league, yeah. but some sort of like level below would make a lot of people that you said it before, like a lot of people are just mm. kinda of holding their spot and there's no real hunger to consistently yeah. improve, besides the fact that if you do bad for a string of time like <laughs> for a string of time, then mm. you'll they'll probably look to replace you with someone else. But that turnover of players is something what Pike was saying, like is something we've been talking about quite a lot, especially with the managers and coaches. they, yeah. they find it pretty hard to because OC is ultimately a small region when you get higher up, they find it hard to keep chemistry up because people, I'm a guy, and you said it as well, like, they they formulate these opinions and they just don't want to play with these people. Yeah.
2: Yeah, practically. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, the the whole region is, like, isolated. We're isolated from the world and we're isolated, like, with each other. Like, for example, like, if (laughs) I don't like you, that's it, like, I'm done. But that's that's what I'm saying, is that, like, there isn't a lot of um, options. I I think in OC is just like, oh, get the best players, and then the other teams get the rest and just choose you know but like there's not enough like people that like can fill these spots and then like a lot of people like oh after league i don't have a lot to do so i'm just going to stick with league and then they just stick around and then the people that are trying to get in the scene just never get the chance
1: Mm. Mm. all right well let's move on (laughs) uh describe your typical practice uh routine like in league outside of scrimming so what do you do personally
2: oh i literally play every night i play like solo queue every night i i vod review every night i watch games like i watch every region like the only region i don't watch is na i think na is just a waste of my time (laughs) i think i think when i watch na i i get like it's it's really bad i think like all the other regions have like good um ideas about the game and i try and like Mm. gain information but for me it's just like i'm i'm a hard grinder i play the game every day like wake up and sleep this game so for me it's like this is everything that's what i'm saying like this is my everything like when i when i failed at pcs like i want to do better like i don't want Mm. to just like go to pcs and like lose again like that's just it like i will push myself and my team to make sure they win so like for me it's just like this is really important because like like i said there's so much os fans that like want us to do well and like how can we let them down like you know what i mean like how can we let them down like that's just and for us like for me like that is like marking our spot and that's what i mean by like Mm. marking my myself in history it's the same with like my year with pgg when we got through msi play-ins and we got to the next stage that was like a big mark in my career yeah Yeah, that was like my big mark and like for me it's just like i want to do that again i want to show that like i still have it and i still want to do it because if i don't have it then i why should i be playing in my opinion so like for me like every my everyday like routine is just playing reviewing and then uh, sleeping and making sure that i have like a good like routine so then like i don't get burnt out
0: True. How, how are you and chiefs going in that like i know we had a really good chat with calvin last week so um that yep. uh, bliss coach um and he's got some fantastic like ways and implements of <laughs> what he's moving towards to also get through pcs what are chiefs yep. doing that's kind of similar like can you break us down that thought process
2: i think it's more about uh like, okay so for me i think of like the split as like as as school i think of like the split as like anything else where like you just keep learning the subjects learning Mm -hmm. the meta and you keep adapting to the meta and it it changes of course but like then there'll be a final test there'll be a test coming up and then like all that practice beforehand will make the test easier but if you haven't been practicing beforehand and then you just like oh let's do a one night uh and like vod review all night and like you you rock up to the test and you fail that's what that's how i see it it's like Mm. it's just the consistency of like like the growing through the growing pains and scrims like and your individual practice and being like the best that you want to be is just that over time you just reach that point i think bliss have like a really like good infrastructure about like getting like outside sources to like um Mm. for example like physical coaches and stuff like that like we don't have that same luxury but i think that like that is that that should prove useful if i could use that but i think that overall like it's just more mainly about like having the same goal in mind and trying to like achieve it at the same time
1: yeah so making sure all your players are on the same page kind of thing. <clears throat> Yeah. doing your work doing the homework making mm. sure you sit the, yeah, down at the I'm test saying. every week because, like,
2: that's what i'm saying is that like i i think just, I just just think of the season like that it's like you're just always like slowly getting better and if you just skip a step or you skip or i, I don't want to do maths and then like you, the test will come, you know, like, the test will come, but, like, guess what? Maths will be in the test. And, like, if you fail, you fail. And that that's just how it is. And that's why, I like, I, I think of it as, like, school. And I think it's just, like, a good reference where, like, you need to be always practicing. You always have to keep improving or you're going to be left behind.
1: Fair enough. Yeah. How Do would you, you describe just, the yeah. atmosphere in Chiefs, mate?
2: I think, the like, the atmosphere is very, like, lighthearted it's very jokey and i think that like adding um kevi like the second jungler mm. is like really good for the team because it gives us like more like opportunities and more like options and like it's just another voice in the team and i feel like mm. we're just not as narrow-minded and i think it's a really like powerful source that we use
0: right. yes it's kind of yeah. nice because again I, i've i'm a big fan of the chiefs like that's actually been my team yeah. for for years. <laughs> like i've actually mm. sat in the chair that you're sitting in Enough, oh, really? Like, how weird is that? That I can say I've been in that room and all that. That's how much I yeah. like you guys. Um, but at the same time, um, what when it comes to, like, PCS and all the sort of worlds, yep. sort of stuff... Um, actually, sorry. Let me bring it back again for you. So yep. you, you talked about how you're growing and you're learning throughout this split and you're sort of <clears throat> using this as, like, the study period. Yeah. Um, do you find it actually challenging to go through the LCO right now? Like, I feel like you guys are such a top-tier team. Um. Mm. Is this actually preparing you properly the pcs is maybe the right question
2: uh i think it's preparing us as much as we can like of course it's not going to be like the best practice but i think that like we just have to be our biggest like the biggest target where we have to like aim inside and just say that like there's so much more we can improve on Mm. we can't just like see that like this is the this is the conclusion this is the meta like in our games and i think that like overall we just have to like just that's why i i review like the bigger regions because like they have more mm-hmm. options they have more people they have more games so like you can get to see like or how they form their games their meta, and i think like that's that's why for me like i've actually been helping out like ground zero Dire who's the other team vertex about like just improving like I, I want to help these other teams because like i've been i actually like the, the main team that i've been coaching is ground zero because like for me like i just don't Want to verse Ground Zero and like pub stomp him, you know? Like for me, it's a waste (laughs) of time because like at the end day, like I'm gonna win and then get to PCS and lose. Like I don't want that. Like for me, I coach Ground Zero and like they've actually played a lot better. And like for me, it's just Mm. like even if the individual skill is not there, like I want to like get as much practice or like the best practice I can because I just don't want to be like winning this whole thing and then getting to the international stage and yeah, then we just fantastic. fail like I, yeah i i i want to be able to like have this like pressure on ourselves that like i want to make it like i want to get past pcs and so then like os has hope so yeah
1: which has been the trend right it's been yeah. like one team dominates yeah and then they go over and then it just seems to they either fall short or they don't adapt fast enough or yeah. the competition level is just that much higher that you kind of fall on your face. I had no idea that you were coaching other teams how did that start
2: <laughs> it's just it's just that when like they reach out to me that's what I'm saying it's like when someone reaches out to me like I'm just happy to help like at the end of the day like if they ask oh like uh, how do I play this matchup or how do I do this macro point they they just reached out and was like oh you know like we're in the dumps I want to like place good in like the lco and i just don't want to lose like can you help me and i'm just happy to help like that's just how it is like like if any team asked me i would help them it's just the fact is that that's why like i keep that competitive integrity at the end of the day where like if i verse you i'm going to win like i know i'm going (laughs) to win because like at the end of the day like i can share you everything but at the end of the day like like i've been doing this and i've been practicing like if i can practice what i preach like i'll be preaching these things but like i've been learning this like ages before like um, mm-hmm. I've been like talking about it. So for me, it's like I can say all this stuff, but it, like the, the experience is what like stays. You know, like all the experience that I've like went through, whether it's like oh this doesn't work or this works or this combo is good. Like I have went through that growing pain where like me just saying something won't like have that same like um stick. I guess
1: I can teach you, but I'll still beat you. Yeah, yeah <laughs> practically that
2: that's that like my philosophy. Like I my will goat. help you, but I'll still beat you. Yeah,
0: like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the cockiness, but it's also the modesty at the same time that yeah, it, is both amazing yet confusing. <laughs> it's good
2: to have like, it's good to have an ego. Like I I it's not like It's not like oh i'm going to like just share everything but it's like if someone asks for help like in my heart like i want to help them like i'm not going to deny them like from them and even if that's like a a different competitor like i help them like about their lane matchup, sure like i'll give them my opinion even if they don't agree like that's fine like at at the end of the day like my opinion isn't like oh god being like all all spoken but (laughs) at the the end of the day like having another opinion is just nice to like reaffirm or this is right or this is wrong and then like when they get better I get better, you know, and mm. I, it's just that. Like I said, it goes back to that cycle where, like, we all get better, so then we can like reach our goals together. So,
0: oh, well so what go. I'm hearing
1: is you coach these top laners, and then you find ways to beat your own coaching. <laughs> and you yeah, just practically go to People, man. <laughs> That's a secret strat. Oh yeah, no. I'll reach out to me. Happy to help. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I, I just, I
2: just study everyone. Like for example, like I know what everyone plays. Like I, go, I go through Game of Legends. I know what they prefer. Like it's, it, like that's mm-hmm. what I mean. I, I go through the lengths to make sure that I'm ahead of them. It's not just like oh, like I'm versing, like Biopent. I like I'm like this. This guy likes to prefer to play these champs or like or preface this this season. Like that's what I'm saying. It's like I'm just always ahead of them. And like for me, it's just like. Like like I said, if I have knowledge, why not share it, you know?
1: So. Yeah, so let's bring it back to a position where you didn't have knowledge then. How was your time on Die Wolves and how did you go about like asking mm. questions or the right questions to the people mm. who had more knowledge to you?
2: i think like it was actually like really funny because at the start it was really hard because a lot of the team didn't trust me especially um Sean shone didn't like trust me for a long time because he thought i was just gonna be like a yes man and he thought that because i was like a new face it's, it's very like hard when like you have that veteran status and like one of the best players at the time where it was like oh like oh this this new person like he just plays one game jumps into the OPL and like like how is that a thing like and chippies was like um mvp that split as well so like it's it's mm. such a shocking thing for like a teammate to be like oh why are we replacing top laner and i think like Shern did help me the most out of everyone he, he kind of like guided me about like every question i asked whether it's like oh is this right is this wrong like how do i trade like how do i want to do this and like he kind of like pushed me forward the most and i think um my coaching staff at the time like curtis and rippy were like a really big influence as well so i think I, that's that's what i mean it's like at, i got lucky because i got onto the best team and i had like shurn triple king um cupcake yeah. i had like really good names yeah like that, that, that's what i'm saying it's like, like i had like the wealth of experience and they kind of like helped me get through my stepping stones when i was just like a a top laner where i had like no information no knowledge and they kind of like got me into the scene and that's why like for me like when i talk about it it's like i got that information from them and then like i just grew up upon that
1: Mm. that's kind of leading me to the question that i was like trying to ask it's how did you find it as a rookie player like what how'd you find the right questions to ask because a lot of people are coming in and they think they know some stuff from solo or whatever but how do like you level up your mindset to get to a stage where you're asking the right questions for like a competitive game
2: I think you just have to be curious like you just have to just be open-minded like you just have to be like willing to like be wrong like that's what i mean i feel like a lot of players are scared to be wrong they're scared that their opinion will be challenged and like they won't understand it and like when when like it's just a natural like opinion where like if you don't understand something you'll just negative you have a negative reaction to it you just don't understand why they do this or or why do you why do you do this in this matchup why is this a good matchup and like you have that confusion but you're not curious enough to be like oh let's watch some vods together or hey like how do i do this or can you give me your opinion on this that's what i mean it's just like a lot of people just like get scared because they're like oh like i don't want to be seen as dumb or seen as like not like smart at all and but that's what i'm saying is like when you're curious enough and you're like oh willing to ask these hard questions because no one likes to be wrong like no one likes to mm. feel like oh like my opinion is dumb like no one wants to feel like that but like those are the questions that like you need to overcome to like be at like that level to be like oh you know always curious so then like your your mind is always open where it's just like oh if the meta changes it's not like oh this matchup beats this matchup or like this that like you're just open minded being like oh this this adds a new avenue can we like play around that or like what can i do about this so i just think it's more about the questions in my opinion
0: it's like solo queue almost like you need to lose a bucket load of games to figure out what's going wrong. And then, then you start winning games and then you find the next thing that's going wrong. And you're like, all right, well got to start working on that again. And just always got to level up and ask the, the questions you think, will help you improve so yeah i, I love that mentality it's
2: yeah it's like 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 for for me as well like when i verse like um top laners now like when i verse like um Darwan khan like that's what i'm saying it's like like when i verse him like i get the 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 raw matchup i get the best of the best that's what i'm saying like when i verse him i got to see the best like lee sin versus nah matchup i remember like like for, for me like no one can pilot like that matchup as good as him yeah so for mm-hmm. me it's like when i verse a, like a solo queue player now like I might get uh, wrong assumptions of like how this is supposed to go because I'm always winning. I'm always in a good position. I'm always like feeling like, "Oh, I'm winning." But then like when I versus a better player, like I'm like, how- "Wait, he won? Like how-, how did he get ahead of me? Like what is this?" Mm-hmm. So like that's what I'm saying is like you can't just always feel like, "Oh, I'm I'm just the best player" because there's always going to be someone that's like grinding, there's always going to be someone that's just going to like seek to be better than you. So like you just always have to match that or you just be left
1: behind. Yeah. true for every time you're not training the other guy is. isn't that like a yeah. boxing <laughs> quote yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> okay uh on that sort of topic then is like how do you balance like or how do you manage like the pressures and expectations that come with being a top tier like professional player like in os like yeah
2: i think it comes back to like why are you doing this in the first place like what is your motivation and like mm. that's why like for me like my motivation is like the love for the game like i've been playing this game for 13 years now i've been playing this like competitively f- since 2018 so like for me it's like like you can just see from the core like um initiative like i just want to be the best player that i can be and i enjoy it like i enjoy like the the process and like that's why like at the end of the day it's just like I can always go back to the fact that, like, I love this game. I enjoy it, and like, it made me who I am. So for me, it's like, e- even if I get into like a rut, where I'm like, oh, I, I played bad, or I'm not that like guy yet, or I'm not, <laughs> I'm not that guy yet. I-, I just feel like I, I can always come back to that idea that I'm just like, I'm always still growing. I want to be where I want, to. like, the the place I want to be is like close, but not like not like forever gone. So for me, it's mm-hmm. like I'll be there soon. Fair enough.
1: I want to ask some questions about order and what it was like being a player Mm -hmm. coming to the end of that, especially when it came to going well international without representation. How was that with you, and how did you (laughs) find that for the team morale?
2: Oh, that was like, like, so like that happened after the MSI thing, but like that was like a really big like hit to the team. I feel feel like like morale wise, because like the team was like they lost motivation. It was like oh because we we got this question it was like oh you're gonna go on the dream hack stage you you have no representation you're not getting paid you're just going up there and just playing do you guys want to do that and we're like you know what we're locked for playoffs and we'll do the best we can and that's what we did like we just went on the stage and was like oh let's perform And i think like for us it was like a big shock because like after our like our msi run we're just like oh we're going to be compensated and all this stuff, but, like, we weren't, and it's just, like, it, it, it's really hard when, like, a lot of the players weren't getting compensated for, like, their work. A mm-hmm. lot of players, like, like, even, like, people, like, in Order just lost their jobs, and I think it's, like, it was really sad. It was really, really sad. So, for me, it's, like, it was a big hit to, like, the team morale, in my opinion, so.
1: Yeah, you are saying at the start that Order held, like, a special place for you. Was that, like, probably one of the favorite rosters that you had? It wouldn't be a bittersweet ending, so it could be kind of nostalgic to look yeah, back yeah. on, but...
2: Is your favorite first, roster i think my favorite roster was the pgg uh 2021 yeah. with uh. and like Chaz and stuff like for me like that roster was like the best because i just felt like i could say anything and there was like there was nothing wrong like i could always like say my opinion and like they were like think about it that's why I'm, like, it goes back to that curious question they're always curious about what i'm saying or what i think and they were like oh let, let's think about this or let's do that and I think that that was, like, my favorite roster because, like, I could just be open-minded and I had, like, a team that just felt like friends, you know, like, it, it, yeah. like a lot of the teams that I've been on, it's always like, oh, you know, we we have the same goal, but we're not, like, close outside of the game. But, like, with PGG, I was, like, I could feel like I could go out with these guys. I, like, even if I wasn't doing League, like, I felt like I could just go out, hang out with these people and just, like, talk about anything and, like, it'll be fun. So I, that's why I, I kind of, like, considered them as, like, the top tier and then it'll be order because, like... Order felt like the same. It just felt like the family, and it just felt like, oh, it was a bittersweet ending when we all like we lost at the end, but I just felt like representing order for the last time was like a big opportunity. So, I took it as we as we could, and we did the best we could. So
1: the hair dyeing buff of PGG—that's yeah. what it was, yeah. mate. <laughs> I, I went,
2: I went, I went through that phase. I went through like just dyeing my hair every color, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna give my hair a break. Honestly, it's 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 getting too doomed. So for me, I've I'm...
1: dyed my hair once. It gets so weird, man. It gets so wiry. <laughs> yeah, like I've done it like five times now, so it's like really bad. Odds you go back yeah it's a buff man
2: odds you get it's back you have yeah. to die
1: blue or something right yeah yeah, yeah.
2: honestly if i go pss i'll die blue i'll die
0: blue. Oh, let's all come. right yeah that's that's <laughs> it <Yeah. laughs> um i guess probably the next little one just sort of on the sort of coattails yep. of that is like how do you handle like your criticism and like net- negative feedback i feel like you sound like you're probably your hardest critic on yourself just for how driven you are uh, but also from like fans and analysts as well like Um, how do you approach that through like your games
2: so for me it's mainly just the outside opinion is always going to be like very harsh because at the end of the day like they don't understand what's going on in the environment everyone's going to like be like oh why didn't you pick this or why didn't you do that without considering oh some people just don't practice the champ or like they don't have Mm. the same champ or or for example i have to play a certain way because i have to compensate for someone else like that's that's what a team is and like that's what i mean is that like not every team is perfect but like at the end of the day people like the team compensates for each other so like that's why in my opinion i don't really like think about the outside sources it's mainly like the inside like w- what is the team actively doing to make sure that we get the results that everyone wants because everyone wants us to succeed everyone wants to see us do well especially internationally so for us it's just like, oh, what do we do about our problems now and how we can fix it in, like, the
1: next coming weeks? Was it rough coming into, like... Well, so I want to say the favorite team, but always being, like, a strong team. Is it rough when you when you start losing games? Is that really bad for the team, like, morale? Mm. How do you bounce back?
2: Um, I think it's a big shock because I think, like, our team environment just thinks we're the best and, like, <laughs> we're just, like, no one can compete with us. But I think... um. That kind of happened like split one where we kind of like dropped a lot of games randomly
1: mm. so like
2: the lower tier teams and like it's just mainly just like oh it's just a wake-up call for a lot of the players that's what i'm saying it, like a lot of the players kind of like think they're the best and like they are the best at the time but like these people are practicing when you are not and like when mm. like and then you verse them and you're like oh i'm dying to them 2v2 or like i'm losing like these people are trying when you're not and like of course they're going to like Make these shocking performances, and like, I think it's a big wake up call for a lot of players. And like, that's why for me, like, with my team, it's like, my team is like, Oh, like, if this happens, like, that's when they start grinding. Like, Oh, we got shocked, and now we have to do improve. But they, like, they don't have that same, in my opinion, like, goal to like, Oh, win PCS and like, do everything we can, like, getting up to that point. It's like, Oh, reach PCS, and then we like think about PCS, then instead of like, Oh, every step of the journey is like very Mm. important for our success at PCS.
1: Fair enough. Man, I'm just, over every single question, just Uh, echoing like the same thing. It's just, you really want to make sure OCE is doing good. It's not like you, obviously you want your team to do good. Let's not say you don't have the best mindset for your team, but you just seem like you just really want OCE to do well. You just have that drive for like the whole region. That's really nice to see.
2: I, I, I just, I just want to represent my roots. Like my roots is like (laughs) Oath, and like, for me, it's like, of course I, of course I, I want to win and I want to represent because I think I'm the best. But like that doesn't like negate the idea that like if someone reached out for help i won't help them you know like that's what i'm saying is that like because like if i don't help that person that creates that cycle of that isolation where like oh mm. these players just can't reach out to someone like higher up and be like ask for help and like these people like wanting to get into the scene just can't get into the scene because i'm like oh no i'm not going to help you like stuff off you know like that's what i'm saying is that like i want to create like a system where like oh like like new and -and up-and-coming players can reach out to like these pros and like actually actively want to help each other that that's just how we grow and i think that's like for for me i think it's biggest for os because like we don't have a lot of people we don't have a lot of of, like i guess populace so for for me it's like improving the circle that we have even if it's small is a good thing for all of
1: us
0: true come on man just (laughs) he's so nice huh oh, it's not even that. Like he's literally saying everything that's been in my brain for so long, <laughs> and it's 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 just honestly, it's the most refreshing thing because no one else thinks like that. Like I've been so by just a little bit of backstory on me, yeah. my Twitch stream since day mm-hmm. one has been dedicating to making League of Legends O's a more positive and friendly environment for people to feel welcome since day one. That's an awesome goal, and I've held on to that fucking for so long and I've been streaming for five plus years and mm. I'm like I'm still going I'm I'm grinding away so it's just nice to see that someone who is higher up than me has this has a very similar goal so I'm just yeah. like I'm like oh I think I've just met my idol <laughs> I just oh.
2: I that's what I mean I just think that our, our community small so like I think that like getting in connection with everyone helping each other i think is like the biggest way to like keep our community thriving and keeping this like coming for years to years and like that's what i'm saying is like for different regions of course it might not be as like oh welcoming because like there's so many people there's so much uh, more like information you can get like there's so much more Mm. like things like resources but like os we don't have the same resources so like that's what i'm saying is like if we want the best results we have to just look inwards with each other so
0: yeah okay well saying that then like you've talked about how you you we already know you're such an inspirational guy <laughs> who, who do you look up to in regards to the players oh players like faker
2: like Okay. faker's like yeah faker 100 percent. because like to me okay i've I, i've had this philosophy recently i'm like until faker retires i won't be retiring like no no matter what because like for me whenever i tune into a t1 game and i see faker play how can i not want to be the best that i can be and win like yeah. how can i not compete like that's what i'm saying like whenever i see faker like until like the new guys go in that, like that to me is like oh then i'll lose like that that whole mark but when i see like double lift play or faker play or when i see like these really good players like owner like i just mm. how can i not stay around and play and that's why like for me i've always said uh, until faker retires i won't be retiring i'll be playing as long as he is so
0: i think he's gonna All play right. forever uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> have <laughs> you seen the T one? they have acupuncture and everything in the studio yeah, they so faker's like feeling a little off massage.
2: Yeah, like literally that where's my massage? Honestly, like why can't I get that?
0: Hello? Dude, <laughs> fake, is, fake his hands. Do you hear how much fakers hands are insured for? No. It's like how 2 much? million dollars or something. That's his hands. Like for it's just his hands. Like if he gets in a car accident and he breaks a hand, 2 million dollars in the bank. <laughs> I don't know. how much are your hands crazy. worth? Uh
2: yeah, I, I wish it was worth that <laughs> much. Easy 2 worth. million. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish
1: Alright, well, we've been, we've been like positive, and you want to spread a positive message. So, um, I have a question for you that yep. shares the same positive message. Who do you think's the worst top laner in the league?
2: Oh, I've already said it, but Chippy's. I think Chippy's the
1: worst. worst. Chippy's
0: the worst.
2: I think Chippy's is the worst. Why? The thing is, okay, okay, my okay, my explanation. Okay, I, I, I'm pushing, I'm, I'm pushing out of my mind. Like the new top laners, like Shinky and Tomasino, Like, I, I don't want to like discredit them because, like, for me, like. They haven't even had a split, so like I won't that like for me discrediting something like a new play like that, I, I i I think it's like overboard for me, mm. the problem I have with chippies is that like he just doesn't have an identity, and like he doesn't have like when I think of chippies, I don't know what like that holds. like I don't know, like does that like is he a facilitator? Is he like a carry? like he's not really a carry nowadays. like that's what I'm saying is that like the hallmark of chippies has kind of been lost over over time. And like when I think about him now, he doesn't ha- like he has nothing, and like that's what I mean is like when I think about Chippies, he doesn't have that same hallmark or the same grasp, and I think that like when I verse the other top laners, he just doesn't have that same, I guess finesse, and I think like for me having a identity. Like when i look at someone and be like oh this person's really good at this and this and this that that that's a good like hallmark but when i think of chippies i don't know what he's he's really good at this at this at this like that's i guess it might be calling shots but like for me it's just like i just can't think of an identity for him and like i think that's like a big thing for me as a player
1: that's the most constructive way of answering that question without being toxic at all (laughs) it's like you're saying he's just lacking direction right now he needs to pick something to focus on and get really yeah. good at that and he'll be way better as a player.
2: Yeah, cuz like before he was a carry player. Like you thought of him as his Camille, Fiora, like he's like yeah, Irelia. Olaf. That's why I'm, No, that yeah, like he's Olaf, but like for me nowadays like I don't like when I when I see him play, he just seems like he's not the same or he doesn't have like a like his transition into or a tank play or something isn't the same and I feel like he, it's just forced upon him instead of being like grasping it and being like oh this is my meta even if the meta shifts i'm still going to play fiora or i'm still going to play camille and like stuff like that and i just feel like he's always been like lost in the source i guess
1: well your like identity i would say is like a very solid fundamental top laner that can like Mm. really fill most of the things to round out a team so what's what's one champion that you Mm. want to play always and people on your team just say no we're not playing that
2: Oh, I want to play always oh, the one champion.
1: Well, I mean, or, or it's like, man, this, this champion here is really good. And your team's just like, no shot. It's not happening. Like, like the funniest thing is, is that, like, I,
2: I'm a really big Jace player. But, like, for me, like, I just like... Okay, maybe I'm just too used to, like, the team facilitating, but, like, I'm actually just enjoying myself playing Malphite. I-, I love playing oh Malphite. Like, <laughs> I just want to play Malphite. I just want to play Ornn. Like, these chants are just fun because, like, I don't know, like, it's just when I play, like, RPGs, I always like to be the tank or the healer. It just fits, like, my personality or, like, protecting the team or helping the team. Like, for me, it's like, I would like to play carries. I, I like to play the Kennen. I like to play the Gnar. I like to play the Jace, but, like, like the, those just don't have the same gratification when I'm like, oh, the one to set the engage, you know, I'm setting the play or I'm the one calling the shots and I feel me like, that's, rock.
1: yeah, that's what I mean <laughs> when I'm
2: playing the tank, I'm like, oh, I'm the rock I'm going in, I'm doing everything, so like for me, I just feel like I have so much more control when I play a tank and I, I just, it just resonates with me
0: Bro. I was literally about to say, it's like, you just sound like you just want to be in control of every situation. If they step up and inch, you're just like, yeah, I'm going in!
2: Yeah, I'm going in! Like, this is my time, and that's why, like, for, for me, when I play, like, oh, when I think about, like, other channels like Jace and stuff, it's just like, oh, I have to rely on other people to set me up when I'm I'll be mm. poking and doing the damage, but, like, I want to be the one in the front lines just like clapping him <laughs> i just want to be slapping like that's all i want to be doing so like it's just a, it's just an idea i think i've just been too used to the
1: tank metal honestly i've been just too used to it
2: so you're not loose
1: anymore you're not like all right no. this is the team game of the century right yeah. this is my fiora angle
2: <laughs> no I'm, I'm i'm not that crazy honestly
1: oh man <laughs> do you still find yourself enjoying league in like off time away from scrims practice all that you still love the game
2: yeah I, I, I love it like I always find like fascination in it because like at the end of the day like it just it's always like ever growing like there's like one game will never be the same as another and like that's the fun part and like I always play different roles I like for for me I kind of like there was a time in season three where I wanted to like quit because I was really burnt out in the game and I played one game I think it was like one game of Thresh support and I landed every single hook in that game and it literally like resonated with me, and like I, I just wanted to play the game forever. Like from that game, I was like, this game is amazing. Like the, and that's what I mean It's like there's always like a reason to play, even if I get bored of my role or something. I, I try a new champ and I'm like, oh, this champ is really fun, and then I just keep playing. And like that's what I mean is like you just get di- that diversity, and that's why I love top playing mm-hmm. is, but like you can play eighty carries top. You can play ranged top laners, tank top laners, bruises.
1: Miscellaneous the <laughs> yeah. role.
2: That's, that's, that's why top lane is fun because there's so much things you can play where like the, all the other roles, like you have your set characters and that's it. But like, oh, I can play Alice the top, you know, like if it's a good matchup. Or I can play like, you know, certain matchups that are good and they're not conventional top lanes. And that's why I love top lane, like like top lane in general. So Fair enough. Yeah. it's just mainly like for me i wake up uh six or like seven every day like i always have a set time i never like try and wake up later and i always just try and have like for me the best time to procrastinate is the morning because like when (laughs) i always like to wake up early because like it gives my body time to just like wake up so that's why i wake up asap and trying to like have like just read or i just like um I really like drawing and i like to just do a bit of exercise that's it like that that, that's like the only things that i like to do like in my pastime. but like it's just mainly like waking up early making sure my body like because i hate waking up before like i have a game or something because like i just feel sluggish i feel like i wasted my day and like for me it's like i have so much i can do so like for me i just like reading i like just getting into like everything that's happening in the world and trying to like keep myself updated so Oh, it's just kind of, like, anything that, like, I'm interested in.
0: And we're back. Um, so what I did actually say, I'm not sure if we did here, um, you draw bio. Like, what do you like to yeah, draw?
2: It's kind of just anything. Like like I said, miscellaneous. Like, I, I used to draw a lot of, like, lead characters. I like drawing cute stuff. I, I don't know. It's just mainly just anything that comes to mind. Because, like, for me, um, I'm not a big, like, photo taker. And for me, it's, like, drawings is, like, a way to, like have a memory you know like it's something to like mm. have in like to look back on and be like oh this is where I was or what I was thinking about at the time or this is how I expressed myself and like this is where I am now and like i kind of express myself through drawings and it's kind of like interesting to think about it but like i've just never like i wasn't a big photo taker and like for me i want to be like able to like remember my memories mm. and like have like things that like are very personal to me like over time just through drawings so yeah, yeah.
1: you have one close that you can show i'm really curious yeah, like
2: I can probably send a picture later. I don't have anything close. Yeah, I don't uh, have anything please close. do. I want to see. What, I want to
0: see what, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so but I want to tell you like a little thing that I literally sent to Corvi today that I'm gonna start yep. doing. So I I studied graphic design, um yep. so I'm a drawer as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I said, in the next split, the next season of Two Summoners, for every guest we have, I'm going to live draw their portrait <laughs> as we interview them, and then show <laughs> it at the end. And then my yeah. goal is to build up a bank of them. And then at the dream hacks or whatever big event it is, I'm going to give it to that person and be like, here you go. Here's your drawing and just have a bit of fun with it. So Boy, it's a awesome. shame. It's not split three. Cause <laughs> I would have drawn you. No, no that would Draw anyway,
1: get him to sign his
0: own face. Yeah. At dream <laughs> oh my
1: God. <laughs> oh, look, that's I can so a photo. Sick. It probably wouldn't be too hard. Hey, that's an NFT.
0: <laughs> <laughs> LCO NFTs. Oh, it's another Uh, look, I started LCO Bingo. I think I can start LCO NFTs. I believe
2: in you, honestly. I do. (laughs)
0: Uh do you have like a routine for like game day?
1: Do you like do like ums and ahs like star jumps, a particular pair of underwear? Uh Mm.
2: I usually just meditate. Like I'm a big like fan of meditating. Like I think that like getting the like in that mindset of like, oh, I'm picking these champs, like the matchups I'm going into, um, what they can pick. The surprise picks how our, like the comps that we're playing over time it's just that, like i i can just kind of like visualize the game before the game even happens so like for me like i'm mentally prepared so like no matter what happens like before the game like when we hit the rift like i'm ready and that's why like i just don't want to go into the game with nerves or worries about like oh what champ are we going to pick when if he picks this or like oh my god i'm versing like a hard matchup like i just want to be like oh if he picks it these are my answers or like if he picks it i'm i have this against it or like i just want to be able to like visualize it in my head because like i'm i'm very
0: big into that so it's the lco gandhi dude <laughs> literally all of it but you're like also one of those cool gandhi's that like can fight in martial arts because you're like yeah like yeah you're cool and everything but i'm still gonna beat you like yeah. but I'm, I'm gonna be real chill about it but you're fucked like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my i've my
1: seen that 10 million moves and this is the only outcome <laughs> i've been playing this game
2: for 13 years if i don't like have like any muscle memory like that then it's doomed like i just i can just know like how things are supposed to go
1: i thought i was an old like league of legends frog because i was playing since like season two man's playing since the game got created how did you find league <laughs> like yeah. where was that
2: oh so my brother was like like literally introduced me to the game and like at the time I didn't really have an IGN and like how my IGN even like became about was um so my okay when I was 15 my IGN was Mr. Biohazard yeah that that (laughs) was my name and I just I hated that name I I I just could not continue that name if I continued that (laughs) it would be doomed so like my brother kind of helped me was like oh you know what, let's, let, let's add bio. And like, at the time, I was a big fan of the Panthers in the NRL. So I kind of just like mixed the two together. And like, that was just how it created. Like, I was just a big NRL fan. And like, I was like, oh, the Panthers just, it sounds good. Like, why not? And w- he kind of introduced me to the game. And I just went th- from there. And like, I kind of was going through my phases of ADC, jungle, then ADC. And then I went back to top.
1: So, that's so how you was yoinked his name?
2: No, no. So his name, no, his name is like, he's like, Rich Jules, so like, he his name is different, but like, he kind of helped me create the name, because yeah. like, I just oh, okay. didn't know, I didn't know how to like, because like, honestly, my name was Mr. Biohazard, like, like me, like, I'm already bad at name, like, creating names, you know, like, I'm the worst, so like, he I needed my brother to help me, so like, he was just like, oh, have a bit of your old name, and then add Panther, like, it makes sense, so, like, because that was my identity at the time, so, it yeah. just worked. I want to, about changing it. <laughs> yeah, I was
0: literally about to ask, I'd be like, if you had to change it to anything, what would you change it to?
2: Oh, if I had to change it to anything. Like I actually can't think of that. Like, what would I change it to? I I just love my name so much, honestly. Like it it's kind of like has that um I don't know, it just has that, like name stain now. Like it's kind of yeah. hard to think about like without it. Like I've had like really bad names and I don't think because I've been so bad at like ha- like naming stuff, I don't think I'll ever create a better one than this. So I appreciate my brother for like this honestly. Yeah are you sure you're not
1: gonna rename yourself to big bicep no no (laughs) big (laughs)
0: bicep yes
2: big bicep beat on or where's the flex
0: where's
1: the flex
2: (laughs) (laughs) i remember i did that at msi that was just cursed (laughs) yeah
1: i saw it on like the wiki when i was looking you (laughs) up (laughs) just like classic hot guy six pack
2: no because like my Um... nickname was um Okay, like, in school, because I used to always just do push-ups and sit-ups, like, my nickname was BBB, and it was, like, Big Bicep On, and that was, like, my nickname. I, I, that's, that's why, I like, it started the whole thing about, oh, oh, can you flex and do all this stuff? So I kind of just was like, you know what, whatever. <laughs>
0: so, yeah. It's dumb. Classic. It's a good nickname. Yeah. Mine wasn't as creative, unfortunately. It was,
1: like, probably just Redhead. No, it was just Pike.
0: Pike. <laughs> Literally just my name. Fair enough. <laughs> even the teachers called me that i don't think anyone knew i had a first name all through high school it oh great. really well, yeah they like, just called you pike they just called me pike because me and my brother because my brother's older he was also huh. known as pike so they they would never call us by our first name they just like wait pike get over here You're like yeah all right that's all we you did get
2: confused with your brother or
0: nah we look and <laughs> sound identical but no we weren't uh, okay it was just lucky, just lucky. um well, we're coming to the end by. You've been an absolutely phenomenal guest. Um so I guess what a couple we've got a couple more questions though. Yeah, uh what's yeah. what's it like as a player between splits like in scouting for like uh a new team invites? Can you break that down for us a little bit?
2: I think like that's probably like the scariest part for like pro players. I think that's like the biggest thing cuz like that's just when like all, all options are on the board and like your last, that's that's when like your performance matters the most because like they're like oh they have the last splits to look at when like, oh, this this is a player we want to look at and stuff like that. And that's why like, for me, a lot of players like do sign really early, like even before the split starts or even like months before because they're, like, they're scared because like job security is a very scary thing. Mm. And I think that a lot of pro players kind of sign too early or like they just don't grow themselves enough to like have the same value where they, that, that's why like a lot of pro players kind of just like, they see a team, oh, I'm I'm in because like, i i don't want to be like lost in like oh new players taking my spots and all this stuff so Mm. i think it's probably one of the scariest things but like like for me like once you get like into like that recognition like once you like become like a very like i guess certain player you kind of have the options to like look around but i think it's one of the scariest parts for most pros
1: so you got to a position where you don't need to really worry about that
2: yeah for me like that's what i mean for me i think it's like i'm very like thankful but like for for me like i kind of like worked hard for it and i Mm. i went through that like grind like i've been playing ever since like 2018 and like i've always been like on the top like end of teams so it's kind of like i've shown it over time but i think that like when you're a new player and like don't do well or like something happens bad like that's when it's very scary because you're just like Mm. oh i want to keep doing this but like a lot of people will just write me off because i did bad you know like i had a split where i went one and 21 like i went really bad like after the split that i won like i went one and 21 like i literally lost the whole split so for me like i've had my ups but i haven't i've had my lows you know i had both yeah. so it's kind of like it's just that like journey for me that like it's kind of like i got lucky getting in but then like over time i got better and better and like now i've just like have this like mainstay like energy i feel
1: Final question before the fun one. Yep. Uh, is uh, there any particular teams in OC right now in the LCO that you would uh, consider your toughest opponents to verse? What makes team, them challenging?
2: Team Bliss. And yeah. that is the, uh, like, for me, it's always been Team Bliss. And I think it's just the, the fact that, like, when I see that team, like, they work the hardest. Like, they work mm-hmm. as hard as we do. And that's why, like, I think, both, like, our matches are always the closest because, like, even if, like, the other teams may take a game of us or, um they might look close like we will always win it. Like where with Bliss, like I feel like they have like that um I guess that scariness where they have like the the, the niche picks that we're not prepared for. Or mm. they just have like the energy where they play a lot and they, they show it. They they like try a lot. And I feel like that just makes us want to try even harder to keep our mainstay first place. So I think it's just like we can't just like let our guard down for like a second against Team Bliss.
0: Yeah and I know Fair Calvin enough? Calvin felt very much the same i believe yeah. he was sort of just like nah chiefs he, uh, without skipping a beat we're like what sort of team and he's just like that chiefs no one else he's yeah
2: because uh, I, I was talking to other players and i like when i talked to like lemus at dreamhack and all the stuff and like they respect me the most they were like oh i respect you the most out of the whole chiefs roster i like you try the most So i'm like like i, I appreciate like those kind words but at the end of the day like they are like the scariest team in my mm. opinion like against everyone
0: else yeah, that's crazy. Well, okay, but that does bring us to the end, but I always like to throw <laughs> in a for funzy rando question. Even Corby doesn't it. know this question. Like oh, I just yeah. throw it wild. So if you were a tree, yep. what type of tree would you be?
2: <laughs> um I would be a willow tree because in oh, RuneScape you that. have to be level thirty to like chop it down. And I think that like back in my days when I played RuneScape a lot. Like, I was a free to play player, so those are the like. Before the Yule trees were like level 60, like, that was the only trees I could cut down, and like, that lasted for like months. So for me, it's probably a willow tree.
1: Yeah, chilling a drain or a village, get <laughs> attacked by yeah. some dark wizards, man.
2: <laughs> like, literally, I think that's my best answer. Other than like a Sakura tree, I think that's probably my best one.
0: Ooh, so, yes. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Corvi, what sort of yeah, tree would I'm... you be?
1: Uh, <laughs> I don't know. a palm tree, and the reason palm why tree. is because it's the only other one that I can think of off the top of my head.
0: That's a nice tree, and
1: they're tall. I'm tall, six foot yeah. four, by the way, guys. Just yeah. quickly, see, I'm six foot four, by the way. just
2: And they usually have coconuts or stuff. So, like, oh
0: yeah, I can it's feed good. people. Yeah, feed people. let's um... go. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love bias. It's like, oh, you can feed people. I'm just like, you've got balls. <laughs> <laughs> Big nut. <laughs> All right, man. I don't, I don't have to tell you my tree i get to ask the question
1: okay Wait, no hold up yeah what
0: the hell <laughs> yeah all right all right um no i had a slight think about it i'd probably be like a cool like um like a red oak just because i'm red i'm a big yep. guy too um mm-hmm. mighty like an oak you know just... No. oh it just it just works it's, it's like it's actually yeah. perfect yeah it made sense um yeah. Well, thank you so much. Before we end though, I'm going to do it quickly. We all got to give like a thumbs up or a wave this is for the the final, this is for the thumbnail. Now we're going to be doing this from now on. So just a yeah. big old. <laughs> That's beautiful. Perfect. I can work yeah, yeah. with that. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Mike. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on dude. Like it's Thanks been so a lot much. of fun. Um, who would you like to shout out real quick? Who would you shout out? Who do you think would like to come onto the two summoners and have a chat with us?
2: uh i think that like why not is probably like one of the best ones to like reach out to i think he's very like informative and he talks a lot um if there was any from my team i would ask like quinn i would ask raise i think he's like a really big mainstay like he's been playing for a very long time and i think Mm -hmm. he has a lot of professional experience so i think that he will give a lot of like very insightful answers and i think that like he's very nice to talk to as well so
0: Love that. Well, thank you so much, man. Um we'll yes, we'll uh we'll be talking around. We'll see you soon. Yeah.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah, soul, man. Thanks for the interview. Yeah.